Hello everybody. Thank you for joining us again on, on another podcast. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for everything. It's a privilege to minister to people in the body of Christ. It's a privilege because we, we also are ministered to. So it's always a privilege to give back. Um, my name is Motsurayo and I'll be sharing the second part of what kind of prayer should we pray. Like we all know, we are hosting a program called JTSA and we've been doing podcasts on the teachings that I've been doing on the WhatsApp group chat, the accountability group chat for the program. And it has been good. It has been awesome. God has really been opening our eyes to a lot of truth. So today is a lot of truths. <laughs> so today is, um, I'm going to be talking about what we did in day 13, which is what kind of prayer should we pray. God, in, day, when we, in day 12, we talked about what kind of prayer should we pray, part one, and basically that God wants to hear our heart. And we looked at the um, the Lord's Prayer also. So today, we're just going to be going deeper. It's still the same thing, what kind of prayer should we pray, but just, you know, to just get contexts on different types of prayers and all of that. Because we know from Ephesians 6, 18, it says, um, I'm praying all prayers, praying all prayers. Let me be sure of that. Let me just check. Because I want to read out the Bible, the Bible chapter, the Bible verse, rather. Okay, so it says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication, with all. When you say all, it means that they are different. Like, they can be plenty or they can be different. So from there, we get to understand that mm, that means that can be, there can be different types of prayers. So and so today, we're just going to be talking about what God meant in Luke. In Luke um, 11 verse 9, when he said, so I said to you, ask and to be given to you, seek and you find, knock and it to be opened to you. So we just want to look at what God actually meant when he was saying, ask, seek, knock. Like, do they actually mean the same things? Are they different? Because we, when we read the that particular chapter at the beginning, because of that, Luke 11, Luke um, when we when we read this, we'll see that he was ta- um that how it was reported was God saying the Lord's prayer. Jesus was saying the Lord's prayer. Then after I think a parable was not given or something. I'm not really sure. Then he now said, "Ask, seek, knock." Or and let me let me quickly check that because I don't want to assume here. But um, this is just intro. If we we'll have to pray that this podcast doesn't extend to more than 30 minutes because you guys know when i'm doing podcasts it's just i don't know i just start talking talking but if god really wants to talk if god wants to teach us then be ready for it to be long yes so then i'm going to i'm opening to luke 11 verse 9 if you have your bibles you can open to that okay so okay yeah when luke 11 verse 9 when we look from luke 11 1 Luke 11, 2 to 4, he was talking about the Lord's Prayer. Then in verse 5, he now talked about how a friend and he comes to a house, loves of something, something. So you can just look at it then from verse 9 to 13. We now see how God was trying to give context to what he said about ask and it shall be given unto you, seek and you will find, not can it be open to you. So I, be, I hope that as we listen, we really understand the different kinds of prayers, the purpose of why God wants us to pray in this manner and how 
at the end of the day, it's just about communion and getting to know more about God and in that process, getting to know more about ourselves. So still, still ties into how to pray because we we learned about the languages and everything, the languages that will help us in effective communication. But knowing the types, knowing the types of prayer will also help us to effectively communicate with God. So yeah. So um, let's just pray. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We cover this podcast with the blood of Jesus. We pray, O oh Lord, that you indeed come and preach. Come and talk through me. Help me not to speak any word of my own. And I pray, O oh Lord, that indeed <clears throat> you minister to the hearts of your children and help us to apply everything that we learn. We love you, Father, for in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, so basically on this day, I, there was a book that was sent to the group chat. Um... A pastor named David Yonggi Cho, he wrote a particular book, he wrote Prayers That Bring Revival. And I remember when I was reading that book, this, as- this aspect of the types of prayers where he broke down what God meant in ask, by saying ask, seek, and knock. And when I read them, I'm like, mm, the Holy Spirit really helped me to understand that mm, this is this good, this is like, this is fantastic, like this, this is probably what he meant so I, I just sent it to the group chat and we read it and then we discussed so i'll just be saying the things that we discussed and yeah so if you if you haven't read it but you read it it was it's like, like it's really beautiful because that's one of the books that god brought to my awareness when i was just thinking of okay what understanding of prayer what does god actually want us to learn and things like that okay so he was just talking about us sick knock and he helped us to understand that um, at the beginning of that chapter god talked about the lord's prayer and in the lord's prayer when we read it it has like if we look deeply into the lord's prayer it has like four compartments it says um our father who art in heaven meaning that we should always praise god you know hallowed be your name we should always praise god thy kingdom come that will be done on earth that means we should always we should pray with expectation you just pray and don't expect anything we should pray with expectation then it says the um then it goes on to say, let me read it. <laughs> it goes on to say, give us this day our daily bread, which is petition. Petition is making a request. Here is asking God, just ask, telling them that they should ask in prayer. Then forgive us our sins. That's confession of sins. So when you pray, you should also confess your sins. So these are things, you know, said we should trust in his ability to protect us because he says deliver us from evil. And, you know, these things were said in the Lord's Prayer. Then he now said that after the Lord's Prayer, he now went, he did not just leave us there because basically what Jesus was trying to say when he said Lord's Prayer, before he even said that and everything, no, how Matthew I think Matthew 6, 6 also says the Lord's Prayer. You know, puts the Lord's Prayer there. God, so when we read it, so when we read it, I think the verses after, we see how God was saying, praying this manner, don't be like these people. He was trying to really tell us the manner that we should pray. Like, we should not pray for others. We should pray to God. And then, but Luke now helped us, like, went a little further. Not Luke, was it Theophilus? person that wrote Luke. I'm not really sure right now. Was it Luke? Maybe it was Luke. I'm not sure. So my point is, like, it now went further to say, okay, ask and shall be given to you. Seek and shall find. Knock and shall open the door. So now, the first thing is ask. And when, and how he puts it in the book was, like, the prayer of petition. So now, what is petition? Petition is a request made, a formal request made, I want to say it properly. 
petition is a, a formal request a formal written request addressed to a sovereign superior for a particular right or grace you know i think this this is now a lot of things have been happening now we just hear people like in our email saying sign this petition sign this petition you know they want to probably send it to the government or something or a higher body and it's a request and it's usually usually for a particular right like when you have rights for something and we know we have different rights in the world system like freedom this this that movement i'm not really sure that was like in primary school when did we learn this secondary school i can't really remember but like we have different rights so a petition means a formal written request addressed to a sovereign superior for a particular right or grace so anytime we ask god for something like we're petitioning him for something that we deserve quote and unquote because like once once we come into christ there's some things that we as children of god we should enjoy like there is promises based on the promises that he has already set for us you know there are so many promises so based when you when you come to god with those promises they are like you're right he says why well is our refuge meaning that you protect us you know there are so many there are so many promises when i wait upon the lord shall renew my strength when we ask for strength it's like all right it says when we wait upon him you renew our strength and so many promises so my point is so um if do we think god is a good god i think that that's that's like the first angle to look at it because when we see god as a good father we know that whatever we ask of him he will want to give us and if he's a good father he will never give us something that will lead us astray if i'm yeah maybe like now and i go to my daddy and i say daddy i want this this that that and he knows if i if he gives me right now maybe i'm a nine-year-old and i say oh, father i want this and he knows that if he gives me i will not concentrate in school into oh you know he knows his daughter basically he knows what can become of me if he gives me that particular thing so he holds his back from me so that does that mean that my father doesn't love me no it just means he loves me more he loves me that means he just loves me that's why he's not giving me that you know that's why hebrews says that god chastises those he loves unless most of when god is chastising us most of us we think he's wicked but he's actually for our own good but that's that's something else so basically we should know that god is a good father we should know that he wants to give us things the bible says if ye then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children how much more shall your father which is in heaven give good things to them that ask him i think this is matthew 7 when jesus was already talk, talked about ask and shall give them to you and seek and knock and everything he now says this that if you yeah if, if your father that is evil can give you good things why would your heavenly father know why, why would he want to be told anything from you he he who did not spare his own son but delivered him up for us how shall he not with him also freely give us things so basically the bible what the bible is just trying to say is that god wants to give us things you should not think he doesn't want to give us things. see what the bible says even philippians 4 19 says um what does it say something abundance me open it i just really want us to understand certain things so when we so when we are thinking we don't have something with um we start thinking god is wicked no he's not that he's wicked there are so many reasons why he might not want to give you something but i'll get to that philippians 4 19 says and my god shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by christ jesus so he wants to supply all your needs so i hope you understand that so now why should we ask for things when he already knows what we need that's just how it is you know today um because i'm recording this podcast 
many days after the, the teaching was already made um i got to understand that like it's just like some you go to a restaurant now somebody has paid for everything the most most likely you have to still ask for yes you still have to ask for whatever the person has paid for like i go to a restaurant and my father has paid everything would they just bring everything to my table like i still have to ask okay i want this i want this you know in the in it 90 percent of this 90 percent of the time i have to ask to understand and apart from that apart from um why do we if god has already um giving us everything what uh, if he already knows what we need why do we need to ask because when you ask it's like you're depending on him yeah because remember we said that when you pray it's not to inform god is to involve him is to depend on him so when you're asking for things you're telling him that okay is you i'm depending on it's not like you're telling him yeah you are informing him like he did not know what you need you you're telling him that i want to i want to involve you in this thing i depend on you to give me this thing so do we understand apart from and we know that when we and that's just the system god has put on earth you you that's that's the way he chooses to operate I was asking, but I was being vocal about things. And God knows best. He knows that's what is best for us. That he wants us to be vocal. He wants us to speak. He doesn't just want us to think that. And just assume, even in relationships, if you just assume that your, your, your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whoever, just knows things like that. You will be disappointed most of the time. So you have to be vocal. You have to ask. And it just builds the relationship further. So basically... That's one of the reasons why I believe that God will have us ask, even though He knows everything. He wants us to. It's, remember, it's a relationship you're trying to build, and there are so many things involved in that. So, why is it that sometimes when we ask God for something, we don't get it? So, there are many reasons, and somebody just somebody put a lot of reasons for us to. Reason said, God's time will always be the best timing. Sometimes you might ask for some things that we are not really prepared for. Sometimes you might be asking for things for the wrong reasons. Sometimes Godly God delays. Um, godly delays are blessings in disguise and lastly sometimes god will delay our wants because he has something far better in mind that we ask for but the time we want it isn't just the right time that's why we have to trust god in every delay and in every no that there's always something better so there's we might still ask and we might not get it like i said he's a good father and just wants the best for us so now the next question is Next question. Next question is okay. Sorry about petitioning. Another verse that I saw is now. This is the confidence that we have in Him that if we ask according anything according to His will, He will hear us. And if we know that He hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of Him. So that's First John five fourteen verse fifteen. So anytime the devil is just putting things in your mind, like don't ask God is wicked, he will not give you. Just put this this Bible verses that he wants to supply your need, and you know you know when you are telling God things, you no, know, it still boils down to effective communication because sometimes you are telling God some things, and then you just leave. But if you stay to listen, you might actually get an answer. It might be like okay, wait, I'm going to give you soon, or it might be like no. 
and like that you effectively communicated you effectively communicated with god because you've gotten a response and you understood your response but that's just inherent that's just something i wanted to just put out there so now the next prayer is why do we need to be specific in prayer because you know sometimes we don't get answers to our prayers because we're not specific in the book that we're reading the bible picture but the preacher was just talking about how one time he was asking god for a bicycle this this that and he did not get it and he was not ah that why now god why are you not giving me then god now says what you know there are plenty bicycles or something you have to be specific and that's how it is sometimes with our earthly parents we say we want this we want this we want this and if we if they just give us anything that we don't you know i can say i want a phone now and my mommy goes to go and buy me something that she just saw in the store she'd not even dig deep to know if it is really good if it really fits with okay i'm in school now will you really help me in school what's the gigabytes what's the memory things like that no she just goes to buy it now she just gave me phone is phone now would i really appreciate it would i really make use of it so that one is just that's in the sense of human beings so but god wants us to be specific he just helps us to appreciate him more appreciate whatever he gives us the more use it more do you understand it and it helps us depend more on him when you are specific about something Sometimes you trust that person to totally help you to um to get that thing for you, and so it just speaks of our dependability on God. You're not just any any like okay anything goes. You're specific. You just that just speaks your heart on how you actually how much you trust God. And but don't say that because you're specific in prayer, then God will answer. And remember that He will still give you something that it to be for your good, that will benefit you in the long run and in the short run so basically next question is how can we pray the prayer of petition well so yes because sometimes we ask 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 and then we don't get answers so now this question is like is there a way to pray it like is there something we're not doing right and if, um, the, the preacher helped us to understand that we must ask in faith we must have a relationship with christ we must be motivated rightly and ask according to god's will so yes all these things are important and now added that Praying his will means that we should go to his written word and knowing and know what he said. We should study and meditate, meditate on those promises because, like, remember we said that petition is like putting out a request on something that's like your right or something. So when you know the promises of God, you see that's why the people say that when you are praying, when you are asking for things, use the word of God to back it up. It's like you're reminding God, you said this, you said this. So why, what you said this? So like you are telling God, you said this, you said this. So that's why. And that's a way to petition well. Another way, asking faith, asking confidence, with confidence. You know, you most likely when you, are, when you have faith, you totally depend on him. You totally trust him. You trust him. You trust that he will give you. There's a most likely chance that you get it, except it's not going to be for your benefit. In the um, or God doesn't just know. He knows what. Except God, you know, remember we already said reasons why some que- answer some questions, some petitions are not answered. So that's I don't want to go back to that. So and we should also praise God for answered prayers. You know, anytime we finish petition, we should praise God that yes, I know you do this and everything. And just to answer this, we should wait a little. You just tell you know when you tell your father something, you know, yes, I understand that some biological fathers you have to keep telling them, telling them, telling them till they answer. Like and like you just maybe you just tell daddy I want this and you run away. You might not really but you just you might not really wait for them to answer, but you just feel like as you keep on telling them maybe they answer. I know I don't know if that applies to God because remember the Bible also says we should not speak repetitive words, but remember we said if those if you speak those words repetitively in faith, then they are not vain words. When you say them in faith and you say them with the right motive and all of that. But my point is 
if you when you petition take time to you know read the bible have confidence have faith take time to listen don't just run off like that you know if you're asking god for something invest in other people that have those things i remember i was reading i was reading i was watching one sermon or listening to a sermon by pastor by joshua sermon apostle joshua sermon and it was like um there's something he does if he wants if he wants to have it wants to be like a particular person he will sow into that person's life i think when i'm not i'm, I'm paraphrasing i think one time he went to silo shilo yeah and he when he went there i think he, he loved david or something then as he was leaving god just told him to stand and pray i'm not really sure then let me see what i'm not sure my point is that people that he wanted to be like people that he wanted to you know he sold into their lives if his friends were doing something or his friends were having cars you know he would be the first to buy fuel into their car so you're asking god for something you're asking god for a phone you're asking god for a job you're asking god for something you know people that have those things you can sow into their lives people that have people that have a password oh let me buy you data I mean, you do. You, they might not understand why you're doing those things, but it's a principle. You are swaying into it. So that's just one thing I wanted to add. It might not work in all cases, but it's something else. Something also, you know. So that is that. So that's the, what I just talked about. I said, um, asking faith, um, have a relationship with God, you know, be motivated rightly, ask according to God's will. And I said that we should meditate on God's words to know his promises, be confident, which is still asking by faith, and praise God for answer his prayers. So can asking God for things also mean asking God for questions asking God questions? You know when he says ask and it shall you shall receive, does that also mean we can does that also like go in the line of asking God questions? I feel yes, apart from the things that we because we also have rights to get answers to our questions. That's why he gave us brains in the first place. It not make us be dumb. In you know by intelligent people we are in his image. So if we have if we have questions, we can always ask our father for questions. Just don't get to the point where you let those questions make you lose sight of God. There is no point asking questions outside of Him. You will not get answers. If you want to have ask questions, it's best gotten inside of Him. So keep on asking questions. If you don't get answers, immediately write it down. And thing is, as we go further in our work with God, you start to understand things. You start to understand things. Just like how most of us, when we got to school, the things we're studying, at first you might not have understood the whole concept of it. You just understood what you needed to understand in that level of of the course that you were studying you still might have still had a lot of questions but you knew that as you graduated as you went further you were still going to get answers to it and so it did not bother much i don't know if it applies to everybody but i know some people it applies to them so that's how it is with god you know there's some questions that we'll never get answers to because his wisdom is higher than ours right and then if we if we know everything then we're just like him and you know but there are some things that he wants to show us some things you know there are some things he wants to remind us of there are some things he wants there he said hidden treasures there's some things he wants us to know so we can ask him all these questions in fact i even feel like this part of this asking also goes into seeking to when you are seeking god when you're even because that's the next part i'm going to still touch it touch on it but when you are seeking god to you are also you ask questions and it says when you seek you shall find you find answers so you can petition god when you petition god when you make a request okay i'm asking god this question and you can also go in the aspect of seeking basically so i just wanted to put that out there
but let's not get carried away. So examples of things we request from God. Um, so basically, prayer of provision of our needs. You know, we, like you said, you give us everything. Now that promise, according to our rich, um, his riches, you provide our needs, right? So those that like, you know, if you're a child of God, if you like, that's your right. I want to supply my needs. So provision of our needs, prayer for healing, prayer for protection, you know, things like that. So those are examples of prayers we pray anytime. Um, we are petitioning God for something, and we see that those prayers they are like they're kind of self centered, they are for you, they're not per se, they're not exactly for somebody else, except you are petitioning for somebody else, which which in that case would be like you're interceding for them, yeah, interceding for them, except that's if you're not going to benefit in any way. But, anyways, I don't want to go ahead of myself, but really, when we look at the um, request of petitioning. When we look at the prayer of petition, it's more of yourself. Is yourself yourself. Like, God protects me. God heal me. God provide for me. You said this in your word. God make me pass. You said that I am, okay, I am your image. So I have to be smart. You know, things like that. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. So now the next level of praying, because when we read it in the book, you like put them in levels. And you said that because the, the former, you said the, the first one is not lesser than the um the next one this one i'm going to talk about which is seeking and finding it's not lesser in fact it's included in this next one so we should not think it's lesser than, but it says something about the greater is not is not of lesser important than this one but well, let me just continue <laughs> so now I'm talking about seeking and finding and then let's read deuteronomy 4 verse 29 I just hope we really understood the prayer of petitioning. So let me continue. But Deuteronomy 4.29 But from there you will seek the Lord your God and you will find him if you seek him with all your heart and with all your soul. Philippians 3.7-8 But what things were to gain to me, this I have counted loss for Christ. Yet indeed I count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord. For whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish, that I may gain Christ. So, let's just, let's just create concept in our minds. What we are trying to say. When you are seeking, you are, you are trying to gain Christ. You are trying to know Christ. You are trying to know God. When you are seeking, here you will find. Either find, either, either seeks me with his whole heart. You will find me. Oh no, that's not what it says. In the term for twenty nine. <laughs> you just said if you seek me with all your heart will yes. If you seek the Lord you'll find it. That's what it says. So now let's move. He says so I want us to why 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 do we think man was created? What will be what was man created to desire? You remember all of us we all usually say this saying of every man we all have a void in our hearts that nobody can feel except God. God created our voice so that only him can feel it. And when he feels it, it's 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 equal to a purposeful life. It's a life of you knowing who you are. It's a life that that is just full of seed. Seedful life, purposeful life, life of impacting others. Even if it's the others is just one person. It's still a life that as far as it's the life you're called to live, you get to know yourself. So now what was man created desire? It was man it was created desire, fellowship with God, communion with God. 
So that was what. So that that void in our heart is a is a is is the void that helps us to long for fellowship or communion with God. But you see, most times everybody else they go and every people go they go and fill it up with something, drugs, sex, something else, career. No, career is good though, and all these and this some things are like sex good in marriage. You know, when you get married, a career is good and everything. But like when you're driven by those things, you know, when you do them, when they are, when you just become your God, you know, and things like that, drugs, you know, different things. And people are, and they try to feel it. And those things just leave them worse so because they're never satisfied. But it's in looking at God, it's in desiring God, you know, it's like quench. It's thirsting out of out of mind, and when we come into Christ, we come as you keep on gazing on Him. You keep on, it keeps on quenching that thirst, and you keep on thirsting for more. It keeps on quenching it, quenching it. That one is just a long, it's a long story, anyways. My point is, you can you come to Christ. It's only Him that can quench that thirst and help you to test for the right thing and lead you in the direction to keep on filling up that thirstiness that you are feeling. But do you do you, do we understand? So my point is, we were created to desire God. So now, what I want us quickly note the difference between the prayer of petition and the prayer of here. He put it as the prayer of devotion because it's like yeah 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 seeking God like devotion, devotion now like you're devoting yourself to seek God to know more of God. So now, what's the what's the difference between the prayer of asking God for things and the prayer of asking God for Things that will help you to know more of him that is seeking god basically those everything both of them they involve asking but one the thing is that seeking god the prayer of asking god prayer of devotion will help you to know what to ask god will help you to ask god to petition appropriately there's no how i'm seeking god that will not know that okay this is what i need for my purpose this is what i need to fulfill purpose you know this is okay i is it that i'm not my faith is lacking okay god help me to have faith you know things like that when I pray those prayers, then I'll know what my father wants, what he wants me to have, what he wants me to have per season. I'll not ask amiss, I'll not ask with the wrong motives, and all of that. So now I want us to, so we see that uh, we have to seek with, God, with all our hearts. And so people now say, why do we need to seek? Uh, if God is so loving, why can't he just show, show himself up? God is a treasure. God is a treasure. You know, and he always got a treasure. Everything about him is precious, is beautiful, is majestic, and is many more. It's not, it's not cheap. It's very valuable. Having him is also all, and having him is having all, is having also is a treasure. He is treasure himself. He's treasurable. So it's not. Is it easy to find a treasure? No. When we are looking for diamond gold, we have to dig, 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 dig. So and we asked why, why. It is sin that caused this. It's sin that caused this barrier. In the beginning, we see how God used to go to the garden to talk to Adam and Eve and all of that. But you see, when sin came, it acted as a barrier. Men started to fear. Then it started to happen that we now had to, and then Jesus now had to come to break that barrier. And the story goes forth. So my point is, God is treasurable. He is treasure. And sin caused that barrier that is helping us, that is making us to seek and strive, you know, for something that is good, to find something that is good. And, you know, everything was together for our good. So even though sin came to stop this thing, as we seek, that really changes us. It helps us be better people as we get to know more about him. The little we get to know as we continue to seek, 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 till we get to know, um, to get to, we get to, go to heaven and you know ask him questions that actually get answers and you know seek him and actually know maybe all of him 
I don't know if we we'll know all of him, but I hope you get my point. So my point is, God, God is treasurable, and He wants us to have, He wants us to know Him and His treasure. So now you have to keep on digging. And one thing about treasures, and one thing is about when you are digging for treasures, that you have to also dig something out. When you are digging inside, you are digging dirt out. So you see, when you die to flesh, you know you are dying. To, yeah, that's dirt. You are digging dirt out. There's no how you know find treasure. There's no how you will not know God as you deep, deep dig, you know. So the next question is, okay, I said it. I told you guys to pray. See, it's 31 minutes. <laughs> so I think, ah, okay, let me finish this one. Then I'll do intercession in the next podcast. Yes, thank you guys for listening. God bless you. So how does God want us to find these spiritual treasures in him. Because Colossians 2 verse 3 says, In him are hidden, are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So everything everything about life is is in God. His wisdom and knowledge is in him. And God wants us to sort this out through prayer, by digging deep, by reading the word, by fellowship within him, by you know, communing with him. That's how he wants us to. That's, there's no how you spend time with someone that you don't get to know deep. He wants to reveal deep secrets to us. And it's by spending time with him, by praying, you know, things like that, by digging, reading his word, that we get to see these things. So now some, I want us to now quickly look at um, examples of, like, because the... Um, Examples of the characteristics of some lazy Christians, like are, are lazy Christians willing to seek God? Like, what kind of prayers do lazy, lazy Christians pray? And we've got to understand that really, lazy Christians are Christians that just stay on that level of just petitioning God, bless me, God, heal me, God, make me pass my exam, God, help me get this job, God, you know, yeah, heal me, you know, protect me, just stay in at that level. But you know, there is a deeper prayer I get into that help that helps you to know more about God and helps you to know more about yourself in the process. That, that will also help you to petition rightly. So I hope you understand. Examples. So basically, lazy Christians are Christians that just stay in that level of petitioning and petitioning. And God doesn't want us to be like that. No. God wants us to go deeper. God wants us to go deeper. If your Christian journey is boring or not exciting, it could also mean that you're just asking God for things. So it's just the same prayers, it's just the same things. You're not going because it's not how you know. Like when you go deeper, when you see God, God will break you. When you when God will let you see yourself, you know, these things are intriguing. They might not be intriguing in the moment because sometimes you have to cry. You are like, oh God, you know, and you see when you look back. They make they make the journey interesting because it's like if I, I don't know maybe I'm just going above <laughs> above myself right now but like when when you see these things when these things happen to you there's no how your Christian journey will not be exciting because you're getting it's like you're, you're getting that that new life it is is it is is illuminating like it is illuminating let me say like that it is um it is showing forth it is being birth so even if you might be going through some pain while you are seeking god like you know you are seeing the greater good you are seeing a better light so there's no how you're not it's not being interesting you know i know lazy christians they are not disciplined enough to seek god to wait because when you seek god you have to be patient it's like you have, it's a waiting thing you know when we gave examples of prayers that people that seek god pray and we've got to understand that people that seek god they pray the dangerous prayers like god make me bold for you god search me god speak to me i want to hear you god i want to know you more god break me god break my heart god send me god 
ah, I'm seeking you with all my heart. Let me just know more about you. So those are prayers that, you know, they are dangerous prayers because really, the more you know about God, the greater responsibility. Maybe it may not be a greater responsibility, but like, like, it's when you get to know more about God. There are some things that will just, there are some skills that will just have to fall off and some things you have to see that, ah, ah I need to do. When you get to know more about God, you know you need you get to know more about His love, and when you get to know more about, you get to understand that it's not good for my neighbor to suffer. It's not good for my neighbor not to know more about Jesus, because it's only Him that we can truly find Christ in. It's only Him that we can truly find love and life in and light in. So do we understand? There's no how you get deeper in God, and yeah, it comes with responsibility, but it's for your good. You get to start to live that purposeful life indeed. Okay, so now, um, got that question. So we should, we should use that, that to examine ourselves. If you yeah, ask yourself, am I a lazy Christian? Am, am I a Christian that is just staying at that petitioning level? You know, ask yourself these questions. So, um, next is, and I thought that I think confession, when we confess our sins, is also part of seeking God because when we confess our sins, to, to get to that point of confessing our sins is like is it starts is from a place of brokenness like you are broken you see ah I've sinned again then yeah so basically when you confess your sins it's like you're coming from a place of brokenness then you are telling God yeah like you want Him to be involved in your healing process you're not thinking that you can you can overcome this sin by yourself so it's like yeah. You are seeking more of God. You are telling Him to help you. You are depending on Him. So I see that like as a, a devotion, a prayer of devotion. You are telling Him to help you. And you are doing that because you know that you've done something wrong and you want more of Him. So I see prayer of confession as type of... Because we don't, we don't ask for confession. We don't tell God to forgive us as our right. I don't think we pray that prayer as seeing it from God. You said you forgive me for all my sins. God... You said this in your word. Yeah, I don't think we come at it from that point of view. I think we just pray it when we know we've done something. I think that that posture of our heart at that moment is a posture of your seeking God. So yeah, so I'll just stop there for now. So I hope we've gotten we've gotten to understand what asking and seeking God is. Or should I continue? Because I don't like how I'm making two podcasts for when it was just one session. Okay. Let me let me stop. Let me stop. Okay, I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Um, let's pray now. So if you want to continue, which I beg you should, because this knocking is like it talks about intercession and all of that. So I don't want to. I don't want to rush it. So I really hope we listen and we get we come back. We continue to listen the next podcast. Well, Father, we bless you. Thank you for teaching us how to ask and how to. Um, seek you. Thank you for everything you're opening our eyes to. Help us to pray this kind of prayer as well. Help us to communicate with you well. Help us ashamed of this. We love you, Father. Thank you for everything. We just let me pray. Amen. Okay. Bless you. Bye-bye. Please listen to the next podcast. Bye-bye.